The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne. Um, today is Wednesday, I think it might be the 3rd of May. Uh, and we've got an OG special um, to handicap 10 MLB games um, as close as damn it um, for Thursday, May the 4th. Joining us uh, from his rocking chair, remembering when this was all fields, etc., is Mr. <laughs> Munaf. Manji, Munaf, how are you doing? Doing well, Mal. Uh, yeah, we got some day baseball on Wednesday to get us through the work day, but we also have Thursday is always a day we look forward to, right? Because yeah, that's typically day we have uh, baseball starting early in the day, um, at least here in the States. I know you get to watch it as well, but yeah, 10 game schedule. Looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, there's been some uh, days ball today. Um, the Tigers rolled over the Mets. Again. I got quite excited because I put the Tigers up as my dog, but I think it was the other the other leg of the double header that I had. I had bad faded Scherzer um, rather than whoever pitched in that first one for Detroit. Um, Brendan Fart, Fart went uh, for the D-backs in a bit of a wild one with Texas. Um, that yeah. is 12 to 7. Uh, that's flip-flopped in both directions. Reds and the Padres under. Looks good. Lewis Sessa. Uh, and Seth Lugo, we thought would go okay. Um, so yeah, bits and bobs going on today. Uh, the YouTube chat, as ever, uh, is uh, full of beans. Blaine Albright uh, was already waiting for us when we get here. Good evening, Jake, JT's brother, TVDBJ, the captains here, etc. Um, so yeah, loads of stuff going on. Liverpool were just very lucky in one one nil. Munaf, I was incredibly agitated watching that. The uh, the IT department went to bed. Um, because I was shouting at the TV so much. Um, but hopefully we will cling on uh, to our Champions League spot, Newcastle, and won't get caught by Liverpool. Um, so tomorrow, let's have a look what's going on. Uh, Ten games. There are two off the board. Um, I do not know why, because I've got pictures for everything else, but the Cubs are officially... Uh, TBD and the other game that's off the board is Baltimore and Kansas City um, I've had pitches for 12 hours for that game so I don't know uh, maybe we might get some lines between now and then but we will start with a 105 Eastern first pitch and it is that game that's off the board so we can uh, whiz through this one pretty sharpish the Chicago Cubs at the Washington Nationals so officially TBD for the Cubs I think it's Jameson Tyone Munaf uh, Patrick Corbin um, will go for the Nationals, the lefty. Um, but yeah, I mean, have you got Tyone and have you seen any odds that I haven't? I just refreshed the page. I didn't see anything updated, but I mean, you already um, mentioned the pitcher for the Nationals. I think that's that's where this handicap starts and that's where the handicap ends. It's Patrick <laughs> oh. Corbin day. <laughs> I don't mind him, you know. He's uh, he's, he's not won a game I'll take you so far this season. Yeah, it's really, I think you could target him in the first five innings is where you make your money with uh, 
um, Patrick Corbin, uh, whether that's a opposing team, team total, or just taking the first five uh, run line for the opposing team uh, facing uh, Corbin. But I, I think uh, I'm going to check this double check. I, I want to say the Nationals bullpen has been uh, decent this year uh, thus far. Let me see if I can pull that up. I mean, they're kind of middle of the pack there, but I mean, I think gambling Twitter knows that when Patrick Corbin's on the mound, you usually want to fade him at least in the first five innings. So I think that was the direction I was looking at at least. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I'll have a little look at Jameson Tyone because his, um, his numbers aren't great, but he's he's well up there in just about all the um, the MLB percentiles for all the, the, the pitching stats that you want to look at, really, all the categories. So I think this is um, he's deserved a little bit better. Uh, than his numbers so far. So if Tyon does go, um, this is a great chance for him uh, to pick up the win. So yeah, the lean would be the Cubs, obviously, but um, it's hard to give an awful lot out um, else on this one. Did you did you find those Washington numbers, Muna? Uh, yeah, their their team bullpen ERA is around four point one nine, which is right around middle of the pack uh, in the MLB, but. Um, yeah, I, I refresh the page again one more time. It's I don't see any odds up yet. So uh, definitely leaning towards uh, the Cubs here, whether it's Tyone. But as long as Corbin's on the mound, I'm, I'm going to fade the Nationals. Okay, the next two games on the slate, I really, really like handicapping. Um, two fascinating pitching matchups. Um, one Tennyson first pitch is the New York Mets at the Detroit Tigers. Justin Verlander. Will pitch for the Mets and Eduardo Rodriguez, left-handed pitcher, goes to the mound for the Tigers. The Mets are minus one ninety. Um, the Tigers are plus one sixty. I don't see the total because I didn't write it down off that screenshot you sent me. Have you got a total, Moon? Off seven and a half. Seven and a half. So JV, uh, obviously getting his first um, start. For the Mets, he was great last year uh, for the Astros. 18-4, and four, 175 ERA. Um, 40 years of age now. Um, we've been looking at the uh, the older pitchers in MLB um, and fading them. Well, I have fading them a little bit. I can't see any reason why we don't expect Verlander to be the similar, um, the, the same pitcher that we saw last year. Um, we've got the same issues that we had really with handicapping all the opening day studs. Um, mm-hmm. Will the pitchcock affect him? How how is he going to go against the shift? It's kind of uh, it's it's an opening day vibe we're getting off Verlander. Uh, Erod for Detroit, however, um, he's been absolutely outstanding. Really, um, he's had four top starts in a row. He's got a two and two record with a two twenty one ERA. His WHIP is down at zero eighty seven. So he's keeping the ducks off the pun. Uh, those last four starts, 26 and two thirds, he's given up two earned runs. Uh, he can go seven or eight innings as well. He has done recently. So um, we're not relying on this um, this Tigers bullpen to get it done. He's got a 0.66 home ERA, uh, won both of his starts at home. I absolutely love this. Um, I faded, like I said, I faded the Mets. Uh, for the second half of this doubleheader tonight. So I've probably got the wrong one because um, the Tigers have already won the first leg of the doubleheader. Um, but I'm going to take them again tomorrow. Um, question marks over Verlander. 
But no question marks over Detroit. I think you can be confident. Uh, and plus 160 is too big a price. So I'm going to take the home dog, Moonaf, please. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely nailed it. Um, since April 12th, at least over his last four starts, uh, he's only allowed two earned runs in about is that 14, about 26 and two-thirds innings pitch. I mean, 26 that's, and two-thirds, yeah. yeah. That's really good. So, and he's been good at home, like you mentioned as well, 2-0 with a .44 ERA. And it, it is Verlander's first start off of the IL, or at least for this year, however you want to, uh, you know, split it. But um, I think you also uh, mentioned that some of these older pitchers having to deal with that, uh, I was going to say shot clock, but pitch clock, um, they've been struggling with it. So I think there's some value here on the home dog here. Uh, and also Eduardo Rodriguez, a left-handed pitcher, the Mets have been kind of middle of the pack as far as success against left-handed pitching so far this season. They're number 16 in WRC+. Plus. Um, team batting average is around 231, which ranks number 22. Um, if you don't want to lay the money line price, I think there might be some value on that plus one and a half at minus 110 as well for the Detroit Tigers. So I'm with you on the Tigers here. Yes, team ride. Captain Insano likes the uh, dog as well. Love it. Um the next game I absolutely love as well, but I'm going to tell you first about Shady Rays and Shady May. Uh, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. This is such a hard read to do in my accent, Moonaf. You've got my <laughs> booby trap me. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have got you covered from the sun to the slopes with their premium polarised shades, uh, snow goggles, etc. Uh, durable frames, clear optics, um, but the insane protection of getting anything lost or broken replaced, uh, even from day one, no questions asked. Uh, so you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence. Uh, if you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Bosh. Next, 110 Eastern first pitch is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Tampa Bay Rays. Vince Velasquez draws the start for Pittsburgh. Zach Eflin, similar for Tampa Bay. Plus 155 for the Buccos, minus 180 for the Rays. Total is set at eight. Moonaf, I like this game. What have you got? Yeah, both of these pitchers have actually been pretty good. Uh, Vince Velasquez uh, over the last uh, couple starts here. So on the season, he's four and two with a three point zero six ERA. Last three starts, he's three and zero with a one point four two ERA. On the road, he's been really good as well, three and one with a two point three eight ERA. And Zach Eflin, the uh, Rays starting pitcher, the Rays have actually won all four of his starts this season. Uh, when he's been on the mound for them. Um, he was coming off of a, a 10-day IL, has made two starts since then, but both were against a White Sox, which he was really good against. He had 10 innings pitched against that team in back-to-back -back starts and allowed only two earned runs uh, in that span. So um, I like what I've seen from Zach Eflin. Um, Vince Velasquez, I think historically in his career, Mal, that he's been a pitcher that has struggled on the road and if you take a look at um, his career against the current batting lineup of the um, Tampa Bay Rays, 
They have a, I believe it was 343, 345 batting average against him in 33 plate appearances. Zach Eflin, not much better at 313. Uh, the Pirates have a batting average against him, but it's only 18 uh, plate appearances. I don't want to lay a minus 180 price here. I would possibly look at the over in this game. I think we could see some runs despite, you know, Velasquez being good form. Hasn't been against the greatest competition. I like the over eight, um, and I would um, also look at the Razor run line in this game as well. Um, yeah, so you made a couple of points, enough that was pretty much my handicap. They both got good numbers so far this season. They both had really soft starts. They both faced a lot of weak opposition. You mentioned Eflin had had the White Sox a couple of times. Um when Eflin's was quite an intriguing guy at the start of the season, obviously um, coming into the rotation. Um, he was on closing duties at the back end of last year. Um, when I handicapped this earlier on, I wanted to look at the prices. I handicapped them without seeing any any odds. I only saw odds about an hour ago. Um, and I was happy to take whichever team, rep, for me, represented better value. So if Tampa Bay had been nearer minus 140... Uh, with Pittsburgh yeah. plus 130, I would have taken Tampa. Um, at the prices, You, as you just said, I'm not interested in Tampa and Eflin at minus 180. Um, but plus 155, I think, is a very competitive price on Pittsburgh. Uh, competitive is um, what they have been. Um, I think um, the the YouTube comments agree with me. Captain Insano um, says the dogs are continuing to bark. So I'm going to take another punt uh, with the outsider here. I'll take Pittsburgh. At plus 155. Next up is 115. More day sport, loads of day sport tomorrow. Um, the LA Angels at the St. Louis Cardinals. Griffin Canning will go for the Angels. And Jack Flaherty goes for St. Louis. Plus 125 on the Angels, minus 145 on the cards. And the total is set at 8.5. Uh, Griffin Cannon has started three games now. Uh, we've talked about him quite a lot, actually, since he came up. Intriguing character. Uh, has a 1-0 record, 4-11 ERA. He's had three almost identical starts. You get five innings, uh, two or three earned runs. Hasn't struck out many. He's two of, his, two of his starts, he struck out four batters. The third start, he struck out seven. He's in the 93rd percentile for whiff rate. Um, so he can get a lot of swing and miss. He can induce some swings. I think there's more keys to come. Um, so I wouldn't put you off a Canon K prop tomorrow, first of all. Um, I think that's an option. Jack Flaherty, two and three, with a 394 ERA. He started okay, but he's on the side. Every start is worse than the last one. <laughs> um, here's my stat of the day, enough. It doesn't actually apply to this game, but I heard it, so I'm going to throw it out. Um, the Cards have lost 10 straight series openers, um, yes. which is pretty impressive. That's good, that, isn't it? So they did that again last night against the Angels. Um, St. Louis are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Flaherty's last home start against the Diamondbacks was bad. Um, everything's pointing to another dog, Moonaf. Um, Los Angeles Angels, please, on the money line, plus 125 for me. Yeah, walks are also concerned with Flaherty, right? I know early in the season, yeah. he had given up 13 walks and two starts. Um, and he's only allowed, and I say only, but it's still pretty bad where he's allowed, I think, eight walks in the last four starts as well. Average around two. But, you know, you have a dangerous lineup with Otani, Trout, uh, Tyler Ward has been good. Uh, Rendon has 
gotten better from last season. I know a lot of the season he was injured last year, but um, Griffin Canning has been consistent, I think is what we can say. Um, I think both teams can give up. Uh, both pitchers will give up a couple runs here. I would look. I agree with you about the Angels here on the money line. Uh, full game. They're pitching. Uh, their bullpen has been uh, vastly improved since last season. I know you and I talked about this a lot uh, going back to the first year we were doing this pod that you know their their bullpen was something that needed to improve. They finally did that this season, where their bullpen ERA is three point zero two. But um, I look at uh, look at the first five innings over here. I also do like the Angels full game uh, money line with you as well. I just don't trust Flaherty yet. He's not the pitcher that he was. You know, prior to those injuries, obviously. So I don't know. Um, Angels for me as well. Um, Captain Sano saying he's sticking uh, with me like the fig jam. I got the fig jam out my beard. Captain Sano, you'd be pleased to hear. So I'm all there. I'm nice and soft and smooth again. I had a little wash. I'm like that. I have a wash once a week, Moonaf, whether I need it or not. Um, that is how seriously I take personal hygiene. <laughs> Uh, that's a proper dad joke, but it's sorry, 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 everyone. It's it is an old man special. He, he he takes more baths than showers. I'll, I'll, I can confirm that much. Yeah, but I don't get washed in the bath as discussed. I just fester yeah. in my own filth there for hours on end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the enduring image for everyone. Two ten Eastern first pitch is the Baltimore Orioles and the Kansas City Royals. Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles and Jordan Lyles takes the ball for Kansas City. No odds, Moonaf. Why is there no odds on this? These I've had these pictures for about 18 hours. What's going on? Uh, let's see if there's an update here. Orioles and Royals. Oh, that's today. Tomorrow. No, nothing yet. I don't know what they're waiting for. Maybe they're waiting for us to talk it through and then they post their Probably. Off. I think that's Yeah, what that is. makes sense. Come on, then you tell us about it. I mean, Royals at home, dude. Is there much more to add? I know I'll talk about the pitchers here in a second, but what they're like one in 12, one in 13 now at home. Um, but Grayson Rodriguez takes the mound for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, so far this season, um, just lost it on my page here. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, I don't see. Okay, so let me start with uh, Jordan Lyles here then. So Lyles in his last start, he got absolutely blown up by the Minnesota Twins. He allowed seven earned runs and four innings pitched. He's allowed at least four earned runs in four of the last five starts. Um, and the, uh, sorry, the Royals have lost all six starts this season by Jordan Lyles. Uh, overall, the season 0 and 5 with a 6.11 ERA, uh, 0 and 3 in his last three starts with a 7.00 ERA. So it's just, he, he's just been bad in it. This is another day game like we're talking about, Mal. And I think four of his five starts already this season have actually come during the day and in, the, in those games. He's allowed 17 earned runs in 21 innings pitched, 0 and 4 during the day with a 7.2 ER, 7, 7.29 ERA. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. He does have an ERA of 4.07 this season. He is 1 and 0. His last start, his last two starts have actually been really good, but they were against one of the worst offenses in the league, which was the. Detroit uh, Tigers, but this is another team that's really bad on offense. I mean, you take a look at some of their statistics at home offensively, Mal, they're bottom in the league in almost all of the categories. If not, they're the worst, if not, they're the second worst. So 
I know that Jordan Lyles has been looks like he's had some success against this Baltimore Orioles lineup, but I cannot bet on this uh, Royals team right now, especially at home. Um, I'm going to take the Baltimore Orioles in this game, whether it's on the run line or the uh, money line. I just think that this Royals team is just really bad. So if you want to take in the first five innings, that's fine. If you take full game, I mean, that bullpen is also bad as well. They're one of the worst. So it's all it's all Orioles here for me here, Mel. Um, for the second time, Unaf, you have yeah taken the, the key part of my handicap. It's almost like this show isn't just thrown together, Munaf. So um, it was the Grayson Rodriguez, without being outstanding, did take advantage of the Detroit Tigers twice and finds himself um, in a great spot here against KC. KC are going to win tonight as well um, against uh, Zach Greinke. He's going to get the win, which means they're definitely going to lose tomorrow. Um, with Jordan Lyles on the hill. So, yeah, don't know what the prices will be. We could do with the Rockford Lions, but we don't have them. So, yeah, Baltimore money line or Baltimore uh, run line. Uh, TVDBJ reckons over City uh, wants to see some runs. Serial has joined us. Um, 21 minutes late, Serial. Um, just Venmo the money. So we put it straight in the, uh, in the fine jar. Uh, right, I'll tell you about... What, underdog fantasy, probably, uh, before we crack on? Uh, underdog fantasy um, have got Best Ball Mania 4 uh, underway at the moment, uh, giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Also, it's Kentucky Derby Week and the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for all your triple crown bets. Plus, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Saturday on June the 10th. You'll be entered with draw to win a canvas print of the Wolves, one of a kind, fallen Bob painting. Um, the Kentucky Derby, Moonaf. I'll show you something here. This, don't, this, this, these two pages of notes, Moonaf. Have all the Kentucky Derby information on all the winners are in there. Uh, it's under lock and key until tomorrow um, when I go on the mothership with uh, Sean and Ryan at some point tomorrow. So if you want the Kentucky Derby winners, and I fetched out some beauties, I've got the first four in the correct order. So that'll probably pay about a million to one. Um, right. So I'd advise anyone to uh, to tune in because it's really, really going to be worthwhile. Uh, and there will be an article going up as well. Um, so you can read everything that I say if you can't get enough of me. Uh, 2.10 Eastern first pitch between the Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox. Pablo Lopez for the Twins and Lucas Giolito for the Chicago White Sox. Minus 140 on Minnesota, plus 120 on Chicago. Total is set at eight and a half. Munaf. Pablo Lopez so far this season, two and two. The 4.09, sorry, 4.00 ERA uh, has struggled over his last couple starts here. Um, trying to pull up the exact numbers. Yeah, so he's given up at least five earned runs over his last two starts, which was against the Nationals and against the, like we just talked about, one of the worst offenses in the league in the Kansas City Royals. So that's a little alarming there. Um, 10 innings pitched in his last two starts, 11 earned runs that he's allowed. Um, but prior to that, he did face the uh, Chicago White Sox back on April 11th in his third start at home in Minnesota, where he had a really good outing. Seven and two thirds innings pitched in that game. He allowed only two earned runs. 
uh, struck out 10 batters in that game. The Twins did get the victory uh, in extra innings, 4-3. to three. Um, Lucas Giolito for the uh, White Sox gets the start here. Um, so far on the season, Mal, he's 1-2 with a 4.15 ERA. Has been slowly improving. His last three starts, he has an ERA of 2.75. He's only had one, uh, sorry, two home starts this season where he's actually been really good uh, in the south side of Chicago. He's 1-0 with a 1.42 ERA. He's only allowed two earned runs in 12 and two-thirds innings pitched um, in uh, in Chicago. Um Giolito against the Twins in his career. I'm trying to pull up those numbers here exactly. Give me a second here. Um, so he is eight and nine with a four point zero three ERA. This goes all the way back to 2017. So I'm gonna filter this down until 2022. The wins haven't been there, but he does still have a great ERA against the Twins with a two point six seven. Um, and then also looking at how he's done against his current lineup of the Minnesota Twins, a dollar ninety-eight uh, batting average for the Minnesota Twins. So um, I think we might just see a bit of a pitching battle here, Mal. Um, I'm going to go with the under eight in this game. I know the White Sox are on your do not bet list, but they did make a significant amount of roster moves prior to the yesterday's game, where they actually won an extra innings. I think there may be some value here on the Chicago White Sox at plus 120. So I'm going to pinch my nose here a little bit, Mal. I'm going to take the White Sox with Giolito on the mound plus 120, but I really do like the under in this game as well. Um, Noah has chirped up in the comments section um, because it's uh, he's a big Justin Verlander fanboy. Um, it was a team ride, Noah, on the Tigers. We discussed it at length, myself and Munaf, and everybody in the comments all want the Tigers. Um, so that's what's going to go down tomorrow. Um, well, Moon, I've strapped yourself in here for my Chicago White Sox pick. Um, they made all the roster changes yesterday in a bid to shake something up. Um, and they've been repaid with um, back-to-back walk-off wins. So maybe just a little bit of mojo uh, back for the White Sox. I think Lopez is opposable. And I really like Giolito's home numbers. Mm-hmm. So, for the first time since, I reckon, about April the 8th, I'm going to take the Chicago White Sox, plus 120. Uh, that is my pick. List. They're off the naughty list until tomorrow mm-hmm. when they get beat 15 to nothing, and they will be right back on the naughty list. Uh, no, oh, I fancy I, it tomorrow. I, I think we may need to shrink it down to maybe first five innings, because I still don't trust this bullpen, Mel. Because it is one of the worst. Yeah, true story, yeah. Um, one way or another, uh, we'll get the White Sox in the winner's circle tomorrow. Uh, 3.10 Eastern first pitch is the Milwaukee Brewers at the Colorado Rockies. Uh, we have Wade Miley, left-handed pitcher for the Brewers, and Connor Siebold, uh, great tash, uh, will pitch for the Colorado Rockies. Um, minus 140 on the Brewers, plus 120 on Colorado. Uh, Toll is set at 12 and a half. Uh, there's a, a Coors Field special, that one. Um so Miley, three and one record, one eighty-six ERA. He's been great. Um, he hasn't shown any weakness in terms of command, or um, he's not walking batters. However, his metrics really wonky. He concerns me. Um, he relies on his cutter a lot. Um, I don't know if that will cut um, in Coors Field. So, um, yeah, I'm not convinced by Miley at all tomorrow. Um, 
This will be a bullpen game for Colorado. I think you'll get three innings max um, out of Connor Seabold. He's got a 527 ERA um, so far this season. Again, like I say, short short starts or or appearances out of the bullpen. Uh, fastball slider guy doesn't walk many. Um, and the key to this is to keeping it in the yard. Um, he hasn't given up any home runs at home. So I'm not having my lead tomorrow. I think Colorado in the first five um, is, is a live pick here. If Seabull can keep it, like I say, in the yard, which he has been good at at home, um, then Colorado can get the noses in front by taking Miley apart early on in this game, Muna. Yeah, so I think something's got to give in this game because Miley, like you mentioned, has been really good during this thus far this season for the Brewers. But his numbers in Coors Field have not been very good. But also on the flip side, you can make the argument that Colorado is one of the worst teams against left-handed pitching. Actually, they are the worst team against left-handed pitching thus far this season. They're they're dead last in WRC plus. Um, they're down there in left uh, in batting average against left-handed pitchers as well. Uh, slugging percentage it's uh, below average, well below average as well. Bottom four in the league, so. This was one of the harder games for me to handicap here, Mal. Um, I think that if the Mar- sorry the um, the uh, Brewers are going to win this game, it's going to have to be they're going to have to score some runs here, and I think that I think they can take advantage of this Rockies bullpen. Um, if Wade Malley can get you through about four to five innings here, uh, I, I think that they can pull out this victory here. But I want to bank on the Brewers uh, putting up some runs in this game with the bullpen going here for uh, the Colorado Rockies. So I like team total over in this game for the uh, Brewers. Um, and I would lean with the Brewers here as well. Okie doke. 3.37 Eastern first pitch. The Seattle Mariners at the Oakland Athletics. George Kirby. For Seattle and Drew Rusinski um, gets the start for the A's. Uh, minus 215 uh, prohibitive price on the Mariners, plus 185 on Oakland. Total is set at 8.5, half. Yeah, George Kirby, I think, was supposed to start uh, on Wednesday, but he got switched with Logan Gilbert. But uh, George Kirby, since the first start of the season, uh, where he did give up four earned runs to the Angels. But since then, he hasn't allowed more than uh, two earned runs in any of the four starts. He's allowed a total of six earned runs in about, let's see, 26 innings pitched uh, since that first start. Um, last three starts, two and one with a 2.21 ERA. He's been really good on the road. 14 innings pitched thus far this season, two earned runs. Uh, and he has he's not a guy that gives up a lot of walks either. He's only had, I think, two walks on the season thus far. Um, and he's last season against the A's in two starts against the A's. Uh, he pitched really, really well against that team in Oakland. Um, Drew Riskinski got his first start last week against the Reds. Uh, did get into trouble. I think it was that second inning where he allowed five earned runs. Um, I think you have to go with the Mariners here. Where I think it's on the run line for me. Um, I again, Oakland A's bullpen hasn't been the best this season. I think they are one of the worst as well, right down there with the Royals and the White Sox. Um, and their starting pitching hasn't been very good either. So, um, I am going to go with the Mariners run line in this game. And I, I would expect the run line, or sorry, the uh, sorry, the uh, Mariners put up some runs in this game as well. Yeah, this was um, just trying to find the right bet to take once you'd 
established that Seattle were going to win comfortably. Um, Kirby's improving. He's really settling into a nice rhythm now this season. Uh, Rosinski, he was just really hittable last time. He gave up 11 hits uh, in one walk. So my pick was going to be, uh, you mentioned it, the Seattle team total. Um, I mean, where are we going to end up when they're 4.5, maybe five and a half, maybe enough? Probably like four that. and a half, maybe just in, yeah. yeah, I think four and a half would be the fair number. Um, but yeah, Rosinski, if they get those ducks on the pond, I know that Seattle haven't been great um, offensively, but um, they shouldn't need to be to be able to put up five runs tomorrow um, off Rosinski and the rest of whatever the A's have to offer um, in that one. Next, the penultimate game uh, of the card is the 4-10 Eastern first pitch. Well done, Moonaf. You joined in for once. Uh, the Atlanta Braves at the Miami Marlins. Max Freed. Uh, left-handed pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Jesus Luzardo, left-handed pitcher for the Miami Marlins. Um, Freed is minus 155 and the Braves. Um, the Marlins plus 135. Total is set at seven and a half. Uh, probably, maybe after Verlander and Rodriguez, the pitching matchup of the night here, Munaf. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Max Freed of um, the Braves pitching staff has... Having a Cy Young season, we can say. I know um, he only pitched about 20 innings thus far, um, but he I think went on the IL after his first start uh, for the Braves. But since he's returned three starts, he's pitched a total of 16 and two-thirds innings pitched and allowed a whopping zero earned run. So he's getting into that uh, territory of Zach Gallon where he was on a scoreless streak uh, as far as innings pitched. So... Um, the, the Braves have won three out of his four starts so far this season, all by two or more runs. Um, and against the um, against the Marlins, I should say, in his career, he's actually been really good. Um, I know the Marlins are a good left-handed uh, pit, uh, left-handed uh, pitcher hitting team, but I think that with the form that right now Max Fried is in is in right now. I don't want to get in front of that train right now. Uh, and then last season, Mal, two starts against the uh, Miami Marlins, 11 innings pitched, allowed only six hits and only one earned run against his Miami Marlins team. Now you look at uh, Jesus Lazardo. He got off to a great start during the season for the uh, Miami Marlins. But um, in that span since then, he hasn't, he's kind of been up and down for this uh, Marlins pitching rotation i'm trying to pull up the exact numbers here for him um where is he all right here we go so on the season thus far he is two and one with a 3.42 era but over his last three starts oh and one with a 5.5.40 era he's allowed at least three earned runs in three out of the last four starts um, and I just think this is a good spot here for the Braves. so i'm going to take uh the braves run line here minus one and a half with max freed on the mound yeah, um, I mean, those 16 and two-thirds scoreless um, have come against the Padres, the Astros and the Mets. So it's not like we talked earlier on about yeah, Velasquez and Eflin uh, taking on uh, White Sox, Reds, etc. Um, Lizardo is gradually regressing. He's, he's still good. I like him. Um, he started the season supremely well, but I think was never going to be able to keep that up completely. Um I watched a lot of um, Bryce Elder um, last night pitching for the Braves at the Marlins. This, to me, 
looks like a really good comp game. I don't know why this would be any different. Um, mm. Atlantis kind of held them at arm's length. Did it finish five, nothing or five, one, something along those lines. Um, yeah, not very exciting, but this just looks like a real good building block bet uh, for your um, evening card tomorrow. So yeah, I'll take Atlanta. Um, a bit short, minus 155, but if you shop around, there'll be a minus 150. So I will uh, be quite quite happy to, uh, to give that unit and a half play out. Um one game left to go. I nearly, uh, I nearly called it there, Moonoff. I forgot about the six Tennyson first bit between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Kevin Gorsman uh, for the Blue Jays and Brian Bello uh, for the Red Sox. Minus 140 on Toronto, plus 120 on Boston. Total set at nine. Uh, Gorsman, two and two. 233 ERA. Um, he's had one bad start. Uh, that is very much the outlier. Um, looking back through his game look, his last two starts in Fenway uh, last season weren't great um, he went five innings twice gave up three earned runs and four earned runs uh, Matt Chapman was given the American League Player of the Month uh, today for Toronto they have lost three in a row as well um, and uh, the road form's not great nine and nine on the road has let them down a bit uh, Boston with a a four-game winning streak. They've got themselves back to within a game and a half of the Blue Jays. Um, Brian Bellow, we like, oh, I like, sorry, shouldn't say we. Um, you, yeah. <laughs> yes, I like him. 0-1, 657. That doesn't tell the story, Moon. Have you got inflated by that horrible rainy day on Patriot's Day when they started like eight o'clock in the morning? It was pissing down with rain. Everyone was freezing cold. Um and yeah, they, they, he got hit a little bit. But apart from that, um, he's been fine. His last start was his best. So uh, I'm going to take under either the under nine or the first five under Munaf. Um, I think Gosman's flying, but I do think I've got to give Bello a little bit of rope uh, to see if he can keep the Blue Jays off the board tomorrow. So last season, uh, Kevin Gosman, um, I believe, had five starts against the Red Sox during the regular season and the Blue Jays won all five uh, of those starts last year when Kevin Gossman got the start. Now you mentioned it, sorry, six starts actually um, in that span. But like you mentioned, he did struggle uh, in Fenway Park against the uh, Red Sox here, but I do like the form that he is in right now for the, um, for the Toronto Blue Jays. I just haven't been able to get behind Bellow yet. I think he's more of a pitcher, that, again, walks are a little bit of a concern for him. Uh, they were really a big concern last season. But it seems like he's worked on that a little bit, but he's still given up um, walks so far. I know two is not a huge number, um, but the whip is high for him. He's also allowed a home run in each of, the, uh, each of his starts so far this season. Last year against the... Um, last season against the Blue Jays, I don't think he did very well. I'm trying to put those exact numbers right now. Uh, last year, 0-2 with a 7.62 ERA and three appearances against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. He allowed at least four earned runs in two out of the three starts last season against the Blue Jays. So I like the Blue Jays in this spot. Um, I think uh, Kevin Gossman will be able to pitch better or, and continue the form that he is in right now. I would look at a strikeout prop here for uh, him as well. He's been able to rack up the strikeouts. The last two starts, Mal, um, against the Mariners and against the Yankees, 
Um, he had double digit strikeouts. In fact, uh, three of his last four starts, Mal, he's had 11 or more strikeouts against the opposition. So um, I'm going to back the Blue Jays here on the run line. I think the Blue Jays offense will have success against Bellow. And I think that um, Gossman will at least contain the bats of the uh, Boston Red Sox in this game. Okie doke. Um, and I think, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, that's got us to the end of those 10 games. Uh, looks like there's been a fire drill in the uh, in the YouTube um, watches. Everyone's disappeared, Moon, after the, the place is on flames. Um, lock and dog time. Um, what have you got for us? Oh, you just stuck your water bottle in your mouth when I asked you that. Sorry. Okay. Um, all right. So for my lock, um, I really wanted to get there with the uh, <clears throat> with the uh, Brewers, but I feel like this might be a game where Wade Miley like comes back down to reality. So uh, I'll pass that one. Now it's up to minus one forty five, anyways. But uh, for my log, give me the Atlanta Braves on the run line here against. Um, the Miami Marlins. I don't know why it's off the board now, but it was at a plus price. Uh, but I will take that as my log. Max Fried is just in really good form right now. Uh, he's had success against the Marlins, like I mentioned last season, in two starts where he only allowed one earned run and ten plus innings pitched against the Marlins. Um, and Marlins, I know against left-handed pitching they do pretty well, but I think Max Fried. It's just on a whole other level right now. So I'll take uh, the Braves run line minus one and a half. Should be at plus money. Uh, if not, uh, it's probably around even money as my lock. For my dog, um, I, uh, there's no first five innings price yet. I would have taken the White Sox, but I'll just go with the last game that we just talked about. Toronto Blue Jays minus one and a half, plus 110 um, on the run line as well. I'm not a fan of Brian Bello. I, I think that the bats of the Blue Jays will be able to get to him in this game. Kevin Gossman. Uh, like I mentioned, double just strikeouts in three of his last four starts. And last season in six starts, the Blue Jays won all six of the starts that he started in against the Red Sox. Um, so I think he can continue his form here as well. So I'll take the Blue Jays minus one and a half plus 110 on, on the run line as my dog there, Mel. Okey doke. Um, I painted myself into a bit of a corner here because I've got... And just about everything I've given out, uh, quite a fancy underdog price. I've got I've got Atlanta um, short, but a little bit too. It was minus one fifty five. You probably shame me if I give that out. Um, I'll give out um, as my look Baltimore um, on the run line. I think uh, see that Grayson Rodriguez hasn't been great, but it'll be good enough to to turn over um, whatever Jordan Lyles and the Royals can muster up tomorrow for my dog. Man, I had a, uh, a plethora uh, of underdogs here. Um, the White Sox were an option at plus 120. I have Pittsburgh at plus 155. I've got the Angels at plus 125. However, I will go I left with... the White Sox alone because I feel like you were going to take the White Sox. That's why I left it alone. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Detroit. Um, I love what Rodriguez has been doing at home. Um and like I say, we've got question marks against uh, Verlander. Detroit have been competitive today um, in a similar spot. So, yeah, plus 160 with really, with their stud on the mound, his last two starts have been absolutely outstanding. Uh, they've won two or two uh, at home uh, with Rodriguez on the mound. So they can make it three out of three tomorrow at a price of plus 160. Uh, and that is that, Moonaf. Um, 
anything we need to tell us about before we crack on? No, I think we uh, just about covered it. I know uh, Thursday schedules and the Monday schedules are tend to be a little less games with getaway day and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, I think that uh, I think we pretty much covered it here. Excellent. Um, I will remind you once again to uh, keep your eye out for the Kentucky Derby stuff tomorrow. Um, where are you going? Whoa. Oh, wait, did you guys read the re- some of the reviews that we got in? No. Well, okay. when new ones. Yeah. Um, so let me see. I know we got a couple in. I don't know if you guys read them or not. I know one no, was. I think uh, Noah mentioned someone Sunday. Yeah, so I think, hold on, let me make sure here. Yeah, so uh, one of your people over there left this one because I have, I have uh, no faith there was anybody in the States here. So Laker Boy <laughs> 1 leaves a five-star review, and he says the title is Mal- Malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-M. Uh, and he says Malcolm is the man. So th- that's just the review. That's just all it said. Well, if you can't uh, spell, it's going to be an American, isn't it? It's not going to be one of our. That's true. Yeah, and, and the Laker <laughs> boy usually is probably an American uh, American guy here. Uh, and then we got one more from uh, JB Rock zero one three one. Leaves a five star review uh, titled "One of the Best." It says one of the best MLB podcasts out there, and I really appreciate the knowledge that everyone is dropping each day. I love being able to compare my handicaps and picks to everyone so i uh, appreciate uh everybody though with um leaving those re- reviews for us so do us a favor if you haven't already leave us a rating review definitely we'll shout you out on the pod uh but i uh, thank you for those two reviews yeah really kind i uh, absolutely love it makes it worthwhile um so yeah fantastic uh, thanks everyone who joined um captain sanders put the fire out a few people have come back um but yeah we appreciate everyone getting involved. If you've never watched on YouTube, you should come along and get involved. Just good chit chat. The Discord channel uh, is always full of beans as well. Uh, thank you very much, Moonaf. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll go and uh, find an hour's worth of baseball to watch. I might even have a little bet. Um, we'll be back tomorrow in some guys or other. Uh, good luck with all your bets. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>